Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 383. Step into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about how to determine what debt to pay off and what debt not to pay off. I'm going to share with you a listener question, and this actually came to me on Instagram when I made a short post about debt. Here's what I said. Use debt to your advantage. A mortgage can be a powerful tool to help you finance a home or investment over time. If you itemize, the interest is a tax deduction for you. Here's a tip. Pay one twelfth extra on your mortgage every month. It's the equivalent of paying one extra payment per year. That will save you thousands of dollars in interest and help you pay it off several years early. For example, if your mortgage payment is $1,200 a month, one twelfth is $100. Pay an extra $100 or $1,300 a month, and at the end of the year, you'll have made one full extra payment. There's no charge to do this, and you'll often cut your 30-year mortgage down by about seven years and save thousands of dollars in interest. So that was my post over on Instagram. And Sarah from New Zealand asked, Linda, would this also apply to rental investment properties? For example, if a rental is bringing in $1,400 per month and the mortgage payment is $1,200 per month, would it still make sense to pay the extra or leave it as is because the tenants are covering it anyway? Would much appreciate your thoughts. Well, I love your question, Sarah, and thank you for asking. You know, on my show, I like to teach people how to reason through things so that you can learn and make the decision for yourself and understand how to come to the right answer. So here's what I told Sarah. I said, you can do that, but what you want to do is put your money where you'll get the highest return. Most mortgages have low interest rates, so paying off a 4% loan isn't a high return. I would save the money and accumulate a down payment to buy an additional property. So let's talk about some different aspects of this. First of all, the concept that paying off interest is the same as earning interest. So whatever interest rate you're paying off, if you have a 20% rate on your credit card, when you pay off that 20% debt, that means it's like earning 20% because you're not having to pay that debt. So if you think about it that way, then you'll know that your highest interest rate debt is what you'll want to pay off first. And if you have low interest rate debt, like usually mortgages are your lower interest rates because they tend to be less risky because you have so much more money invested, the bank knows you're not typically gonna walk away from that debt. So those tend to be your lowest interest rate debts. So think about it like this. When you're looking at what should you pay off, you wanna look at what your highest interest rate is and make that decision first. And then if you have low interest rates, like you have on this rental property, I don't know exactly what the rate is, but let's say it's around four to 6%. I think that you need to look at what's the highest and best use of your money. 
Now you can pay off four to six percent debt, yes, but as I said, since you're already a successful investor in rental real estate, it makes sense to me that you should save up for your next property because what you're earning on your property is probably a greater compounding rate than what you're paying on your interest rate. Hopefully that makes sense. So you always wanna think of what is the highest and best use for your money? Where are you gonna get the highest compounding rate? And that's where you want to be putting your money. A lot of financial experts say you should pay off your mortgage debt on your house, and I'm very against that. I think that is not a good use for your money. Number one, it usually takes a large lump sum to pay off your home mortgage, and that large lump sum could likely be invested somewhere else, like in real estate or in the stock market, and grow at a high compounding rate for you, and start you on your way to saving for retirement, for example. The easier thing to do is do what I say, which is pay that extra 1 12th payment per month, so you make one extra payment per year, which will cut down on your mortgage, but it won't detract so many resources from you that could be growing and compounding faster in a different vehicle, like in the stock market, which over time has averaged about a 10% average annual return for a very, very long time, all the way back to its roots, basically you know, eight to 10%, people argue about, is it 8%, is it 10%? It depends on when you start looking in history at the returns of the stock market, if you include dividends and things like that, but it's pretty safe to call it about a 10% average annual return over the long term. So if that's what we're looking at as an alternative, then it doesn't make sense to put all your money in paying off your 4% mortgage rate if you could invest that and over the long term average about a 10% return, now does it? So that's how I want you to think about money and that's how I want you to start making the decisions yourself on what is a good debt to pay off, what is not a good debt to pay off, what's the highest and best use of your money, where can you get it growing and compounding the most because that is the most important question for you to build wealth is how can you get it compounding at the highest rate possible without taking undue risk and get it to grow and compound for you over time. So Sarah, thank you for asking that question and congratulations for owning rental real estate. And I hope that my answer helped you really see more clearly how to determine which interest is better to pay off and which interest is okay to keep around. If you haven't yet hit the subscribe button, please hit subscribe and you'll be updated as soon as new podcasts are available. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.